0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe.
1: Y'all ready for this? Is Mark and Sarah talk about
0: how how did we get here? We we are. We are too unlimited, our own selves. Actually, <laughs> we're Mark and Sarah, and we talk about songs. I am your co-host, Sarah D. Bunting, and I'm here as always with Mark Blankenship, who is about to hit a long bomb. Hi, Mark.
1: I I think I'm ready for this. <laughs>
0: <Da-na-na-na-na-na>. <laughs> I don't know how this season became this like auxiliary Bring It On based podcast, but it did hello and welcome to a single that is sort of an extension of our first name basis season um you're probably getting the sense that we're about to talk about jock jams and we are why well um because they're jams but mostly we crowned a winner um mickey by tony allspice And uh, (laughs) then we were like, we should do another single that's like sort of themed around the winner. Why don't we do all songs written by or performed by or about Mickey's? And then that was like, well, we already kind of talked about a lot of the songs that we would have used, Starship-wise. So it was like, all right, what about all cheerleading songs? And then it was like, okay, well, then we're into jock jams. And there's also the fact that Despite having many qualified candidates, the name Joe really barely figured into our first name basis season, which was probably a relief for a lot of the Joes in our listening audience. Not just, you know, hey, Joe, I heard you shot your woman down, but also this. This. Did we need a clip of that? Probably not. I feel like everybody in America has it in their cell substance at this point. Like it's mitochondrial, this song. But I was researching it. And the more I learned about Rednecks, N-E-X, the more baffling its entire deal became Not Starting with the fact that why is this even a jock jam? It's so weird. Mark,
1: what is your relationship with Joe and his cotton eye? Okay, I'm about to tell you a true story. We are recording this on uh, July 20th. Less than one week ago, I was at the Oakland County Fair in (laughs) Oakland County, Michigan. And I was there visiting my husband's family. And our nephew, six years old, was also there visiting with his parents. It was a big family to do. And we went to the fair and neither my nephew nor I had ever been to a pig race. So we went to the county fair pig race, which was just as outstanding as you would think. One of the pigs was named Notorious P.I.G., for instance.
0: Was this the Victorious pig
1: yes notorious pig was in fact the winner of his was victorious pig love it that's right that's exactly right the other pig that i remember was christina (laughs) hoggulera oh yes not mad
0: yes no Uh,
1: but while we were waiting for the race to begin they played cotton eye joe and i thought yes this is the song i want to hear at a pig race at a a county fair
0: pig race at a county fair sure but like why is it happening at camden yards at an orioles game like it makes it just makes no sense that this became this jock jam that was like all varieties of sport it's very odd and rednecks i was not aware of this mark you probably knew this because you're a chart facts guy rednecks N-E-X, is one of those... um, First of all, it's Swedish. It's a Swedish band. They all have noms, do redneck, and it's this constantly changing lineup, apparently, of... like It's like Minuto, but Swedish techno artists pretending to be from a holler in Tennessee. Yes. They have names like... Mo Lester the Limp, Bone Duster Croc, Purvis the Pallergator, Pickles, <laughs> Dagger, uh, the original Bone Duster, Bobby Sue, who is a dude, that's not how that works, Ken Tacky, <sighs> Rattler, Joe Cag with two Gs, and then there's one guy who's just... Anders Lundstrom. <laughs> yeah. He is a past member and probably was ejected for not playing, for not playing along. It's like, you have to have a name like Ken Tacky. He's like, nope, not I'll doing see you it. later. Bye. Yeah. I mean, but this, I mean, I admire the song's stickiness and pervasiveness in the culture. I, I don't know how it became a jock jam, but we will never get rid of it.
1: No, I, and it is, in fact, on volume three of the Jock Jams compilation. So it has been anointed a Jock Jam. We're not just deciding for ourselves that right. it's a Jock Jam.
0: Right. And... Oh, uh no. we We are not decide. We are, you know... We are following the uh, historical documents in terms of the albums that were released.
1: I mean, Jock Jams in general seem to need a hard, fast, loud beat... But mm-hmm. I don't know why techno is so often the beat of choice, but it is. But there also seems to it seems to help when there's some sort of chant or sort of stultifying repetition in the song, which Rednecks certainly provided us. But yeah, still in all, why this? Yeah. The, the other songs that we're going to be talking about today are more like generally about pumping up the jam and I, right. you know, both literally and metaphorically. Yeah, or and, there's uh, something
0: about, like, winning or getting ready or... I mean, we're not talking about this song, but that Go Team, the Thunder and the Lightning song, which was yeah. everywhere in the postseason for, like, three years, and the advertising. Like, there's usually some um, legible relationship between the song or and um, people getting up and cheering then and the
1: context of like being awesome at a sport or being awesome at something. Yeah. Like We are the champions makes sense mm-hmm. in that way. Sure. But yeah. Why a Swedish riff on the Snuffy Smith comic strips?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: get God, it. It took us, it took us uh, over seven years, but finally Snuffy Smith has made it into this podcast.
0: I mean, but on the other hand, you still hear the Macarena sometimes, and as someone who, I've mentioned this before, was part of a Guinness World Record setting (laughs) communal execution, word chosen advisedly, of the Macarena at Yankee fucking Stadium, which you would not think (laughs) would, would be trying to mess with that nonsense, because this is a place where if you did not stand, remove your hat, and put your hand over your heart for God bless America, security would come for you. Right. It's like, I have to pee. They're like, do it here. Right. <laughs> Ms. Smith is speaking. Okay. Uh. So we clipped a selection of jock jams, and we thought we would talk about them with you today. Uh, we're going in alphabetical order. Through our selections, there's really no rhyme or reason to this, as um you may find as often true about this podcast. But you know what? We we have a good time, and we hope you do too. I believe that Mark, you selected our first clip from "Come Baby Come." <laughs> by, Any thoughts by the, before before we hear a clip?
1: Just that um this is by the rapper K Seven, and it's the only hit he ever had. And yet, I feel because it peaked at number eighteen it is much too low in its chart history i i have nothing but love for come baby come and i tried to select a clip that would showcase some of the reasons that this song is so wonderful to me so here we go come on. give it to me come on. Give it to me so fun i mean first of all the song as you hear a little bit of in this clip makes multiple references to the song straight up by paula abdul
0: sure does
1: winner as far as i'm concerned there is there are hooks upon hooks upon hooks there's this there's the come baby come baby baby come come part there's the sampled vocal of the woman going and then there's a part where the guys all go bounce come on bounce like it's just one fun section after another and it's all driving at 300 miles an hour and i just it gets me hype sarah that's what I'm saying. It gets me hype every time.
0: I have never heard this at a sporting event, but it seems like a shame, especially since the I feel like there's opportunities to play it when it's like almost completely inappropriate. Like when <laughs> Mets manager Buck Show Walter, who is this little like he looks like a hayseed with a ball cap on. I would listen to him read audiobooks about anything. He has the most wonderful whiskey voice. I think he's from Knoxville, not sure I'd have to look that up. actually he might be from uh, northern Florida. doesn't matter the, but this is like not his vibe at all, but if he's coming out to the mound to replace the pitcher, I would love to I would love to hear this because then the you know the starter has to leave, and it's like let's bounce and the the starter right. has to bounce so
1: right. I,
0: I mean, I think it would really be fun. I think this is a good jock jam, especially like interstitially for when like things are happening in the game, but it, play is not underway. I think this right. is a perfect track. So well done. Good choice, Jock jams. And I agree with you. This should have been a top 10
1: break. I mean, easily. And because there's also, there's also a part where they, the line is ring, ring, ring. The telephone goes ring. Hello. Hello. But we're still getting busy. Like that's the yeah. kind of word play that one looks for in all classics yeah as far as I'm concerned. plus
0: uh, here again if you're calling the bullpen like I think they may just text each other now but like there is a phone like it's perfect come on why haven't I, I, have, I ever we, heard this
1: do we have to do all the work that's, that's yeah, my question at this time really.
0: but on the other hand Cotton Eye Joe is just as like it's completely inappropriate and they'll just play it whenever so who knows who knows what the um, what the logic was
1: <laughs> Um, so I think one. that alphabetically, I'm next again. I mm-hmm. think that uh, next we've got what I consider to be, in some ways, the Ur Jock Jam. Yes. And that is the, the from the Netherlands, Dutch, Dutch right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the Dutch Polish. techno house. <laughs> it's the Dutch techno house dance duo 2 Unlimited. That's the number two, you understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, with their song... Get Ready For This, which was released as a single twice in the United States. And the first time it peaked at number 76 in 92. And then in 95, it peaked at number 38 uh, the second time around. And it was re-released as a single because of the popularity of the first Jock Jams compilation. So deal with that. But here is a taste of Two Unlimited's Get Ready For This.
0: All ready for this? Completely agree that this is the or, or jam. The, like the pacing of it, the many little parts where you can either talk or sing along. Yes. But the fact that it goes there immediately, that especially in the stadium, they start with, like, you know, runners on first and third, one out. Here comes Pete Alonso. Here comes the PA system. Y'all ready for this? Like, yes, actually. We are ready. We are, in fact. Yes. Quite ready. It's so good. And then there's that, um, early 90s, like techno with a belter, like bridge and portions in it that, I mean, it's so satisfying. Plus, it plays a key role in the sparky, pilastery section of Bring It On, as uh, I probably don't need to tell some of you.
1: Spirit fingers, baby. Uh, Spirit fingers. (laughs) Those aren't spirit fingers. These These are spirit fingers. are spirit fingers. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing that makes this a great jock jam is that if you are holding a hot dog in one hand and a 64-ounce domestic beer in a plastic cup in the other, (laughs) you can still quite easily go, Yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that's all you need to participate yeah. without putting down any of your snacks. It's true. I'm um, no.
0: <laughs> not cool. <laughs> I can't believe I still had to bring it on sound drop from the Go Pirates soundboard. Yay me.
1: Excellent. Uh so next up is you finally.
0: Next up is me featuring Pump up the jam, not Ugh. pump up the volume, but pump up the jam by Technotronic. Um, this is a pretty straightforward pick. i just like to acknowledge the many pronunciations of the word jam, none of which are jam. Jam. Pump up the jam. Like, ah. <laughs> There's something about the fact that the, the emphasis on pump is like, n- don't rev up the jam don't elevate the jam don't try it with the jam you must pump up the jam here's a clip it up while your feet are stumping and the jam is pumping look ahead the crowd is jumping pump it up
1: a little more get the party going on the dance floor see because that's where the party's at and you find out if you do that i want a place to stay get your booty on the floor tonight Make my
0: day. here again perfect lyrics they're talking about booty it's an immediately recognizable opener that first like synth twang you're like oh we are we are fixing to pump up the jam i am prepared and then once the verse comes in you are warmed up and ready to ready for the jam and to pump it
1: and interestingly technotronic is from belgium so we just keep it's like every every one of these songs is from a different tiny european country great we welcome you
0: yeah i mean do you think at football matches in in the eu that they're playing like i don't even know toby keith like what is happening (laughs) is this some sort of like un
1: (laughs) right was was there some sort of deal made like seriously cross-cultural like if everybody in the world is drinking Coke, a cola, mm-hmm. I guess we all have to listen to European techno music. That's just how it is. That's a one-to-one exchange.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how this one got into the jock jam but since, you know, jam is one of many synonyms for dunking a basketball, I am not surprised that it immediately, like, it came and stayed. Right. I'm not surprised at all.
1: I also uh, do want to note that for me, this song will forever be connected with the scene in original Roseanne when teenage Becky is listening to this on her Walkman and she's dancing really aggressively in her room and her dad comes in and surprises her and she screams and drops to the floor in embarrassment. And I I understand that on my soul, (laughs) in my soul.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely been there. Um, In my case, it was the Bee Gees tragedy, but
1: you know I mean I mean, come on if you hear tragedy and you sit still you've died inside is what yeah. I say
0: it's true um, but you should maybe have a bra on and not be doing this in a dorm room with a window in the door it's, it's just a feeling <laughs> that I have based on
1: first hand experience <laughs> just letting the children know
0: mm-hmm yeah somewhere John Ramos had just picked up the phone to text me and be like are you gonna tell the whole story and now he's putting the phone back down because now you know
1: yeah <laughs> uh, oh, Technotronic. I do want to also yeah. just one one more thing. I think it's really great to hear these early 90s and late 80s rap songs where the rappers don't really know what they're doing. It's yeah. like, it's fine. The beat is hot. Just you have no flow, but we do not care.
0: Yeah, they they really don't. The rhymes are extremely play school. The flow is extremely play school. Often, when you're watching the video, there are at least 17 interchangeable, scrawny white boys with sculpted facial hair and sideways baseball caps on. And you're like, what is what is this? Right. And, did you all lose a bet? Did I lose a bet? What is happening? Why are there so many David Silvers in this video? What the fuck?
1: And speaking of that, Technotronic was also part of this wave of groups from the late 80s and early 90s that used models in the videos who were not the actual vocalists Mm -hmm. uh so the model who was lip-syncing to ya kid k in this song was named felly but it's not her and uh (laughs) that's actually going to be relevant with another song that we're talking about later but interesting to point out oh and last thing number two on the hot 100 so this was a huge hit yeah as it should have been
0: I think I had this whole album somehow. Oh, God, me
1: too. That was a Columbia House one cent for the cassette tape purchase for me.
0: Worth it. Worth it at any price, really. Um, All right, so next alphabetically is Rock and Roll Part 2 by Gary Glitter. So let's just get this conversation over with. This was the, like, I would say godfather of jock jams, but given the reasons that we don't hear it anymore ever i'm not sure i want to bring a paternal term in here um gary glitter <laughs> gary glitter is a just monster serial rapist and pedophile who now is back in prison he was released i think on some sort of time cert- like a good time probation earlier this year was supposed to wear a monitor, didn't do it, and his, they were like, all right, bye. He's back in the Huskow now. Right. He's 79 years old or something like that. Like, dude. It is kind of impressive to me the extent to which the jock jam averse just immediately turned their backs on this song. Despite yes. the fact that you heard it at every single sporting event. Pig race NBA basketball game, high school basketball game. Oh,
1: yeah. soft um, uh, T-ball when I was a kid, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, honestly, you could be doing, like, relay races at a church picnic, and they would find a way to play this song.
0: Yeah. Like, heat up a plate, put a couple of bugs on it, and then just sing along with it. I did pull a clip because, I don't know. I was like, do we really... Did we really need this song? So let's have a listen and then just analyze it, because we're never going to hear it again, probably. Yeah. I mean it's kind of like it's kind of very um, amateurish in some ways but the build is expert Um, possibly that's one of those snowball effects things that like because it was a jock jam for so long you you think it's effective because it was just like always around right but I don't think so I think that there's that slow build I think there's the places where you can like grunt and cheer along And I think that the universe was just like, wow, you're a piece of shit who molested children, like numerous children. Goodbye. And we're not hearing it again, but that is absolutely, that's like the one of these that's not from the late 80s, early 90s, which is interesting. But it's also like, it's got that like punk, um, you've been drinking half alcohol beer for like three hours in the sun and- it's like time to cheer and you're like hey <sighs> i don't know i do think it reflects something elemental but gary glitter is um where he belongs and i guess so is this song
1: yeah um it's not like this is such an impossible formula to crack that no one else could create a song that's as effective as this song at offering Aren't- drunk people a chance to yell
0: Aren't there like seventeen Jock Jams albums?
1: Yeah, there's I'm so many. Yeah, so we can all live without this one.
0: Yeah, we sure can, and we can live without Gary Glitter being a citizen of the world. And uh, yeah, let's let's move on to a less well, problematic
1: track. Next, shall we? we're going back to Italian. We're going back to European techno and house. This time with Italy's Black Box, and uh, on they had two. Hits in the United States, both of which peaked at number eight. The second hit in 91 was Strike It Up. Strike it up. Mm -hmm. I want it. I want it. And that's the one that's we're talking about today. But in 1990, they also had a top ten hit at number eight with everybody, everybody. I love that one. And you hear that one a lot, too. Yeah. Honestly, either one of these are perfect jock jams. And both of them feature uncredited lead vocals by Martha Wash. Oh, from yes. The Weather Girls, who sang uh-huh. uh, of course, um It's Raining Men. Martha Wash was also an uncredited vocalist in Everybody Dance Now by mm-hmm. CNC Music Factory, another classic jock jam. Yeah. So she Martha did Millie Vanilli's vocals. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Just kidding. But you she she would believe the, me. She was the movie phone guy. Um, if you know the name of the jam you'd like to jock, <laughs> press what? one.
0: Why don't you just tell me the setting of the Casio you'd like to play?
1: But anyway, Martha Wash is kind of the unofficial voice of the jock jam from this period because she's on so many of them. I mean, we're not listening to uh, Everybody Dance Now or Gonna Make You Sweat, parentheses, Everybody Dance Now. But let's be real. uh, That is also one of the constant jock jams.
0: Yeah, it's true. Shall we hear a clip?
1: Uh, Anyway, yes. Point being, here's Strike It Up.
0: I love how the men come in and they're like, we are here and this is our song that we built and we are going to sound very serious now. And it's like, just <laughs> just let Martha, just let Martha do it, please. Can we just? But it's the blend between them that really works. The more of these I hear, the more I feel like our um, radio hip hop season should probably have been jock jams because that Ven diagram is like almost a circle it's kind of yeah crazy. that's
1: exactly right i mean honestly again these songs this song is is it's silly but it's so good and mm-hmm. yeah you're so, like i'm never gonna memorize the quote-unquote verses of strike it up but i do <laughs> like the way that the stentorian sounds of the guys complement martha wash just hollering and uh yeah. yeah it's so good it's so much fun and then again those synth those synths like yes hit me hit me hard i love it yeah
0: choop chunk, chunk. like that lightning effect yes. i mean the ability of eurodance groups of this period to be extremely self serious about their about their part in the construction of the song and then it's like all of this relies on a woman belting. So just like, please turn your hat one direction or the other. <laughs> <laughs> but this is really like, the, you know, that sort of new kids like, we're, well, now we're NKOTB and we hard. Like, you are not.
1: <laughs> you are not. You are a lot of things. We released a song called Dirty Dog, D A W G. Take us seriously. No. Oh,
0: my God. I always forget about that. And you always remind me. And it's always like <laughs> this sort of delicious cringe.
1: Well, let me say that when I saw New Kids on the Block just last year, they did not perform Dirty Dog.
0: No, they never do. But I do. I think that that song tonight could be a. It's always part of a medley, but that could be a jock jam.
1: Uh, yeah. By the way, delicious cringe is a great phrase that should be applied to something.
0: Yeah. It's like um it's similar to like a if a goose walks over your grave, that shudder, but it's <laughs> Yes. It's like cringe that so you're sort of looking through the mists of time and you're like, "Oh Jesus. Also, <laughs> why was I wearing so much dusty rose and acid green? <laughs> why was the gap telling me what to do? <laughs> Yes. You might even Um, say it was unbelievable.
1: Oh shit. Segway. Okay. So Mm -hmm. our final song of the episode is EMF's unbelievable. A song we've talked about on this show before because it is just so fucking awesome. It's the only number one hit to sample the voice of Andrew Dice Clay uh it was a number one hit of course in the united states it is inescapable for a good reason it is just fantastic it's one of my go-to karaoke songs i'm also happy to tell you wow yeah it actually really works at karaoke if you can wrap your mouth around the little rap breakdown in the middle it's what it's Mm -hmm. my tip to you listeners and to you sarah um and just keeping it pan-european of course emf is from england Mm -hmm. and This is a song about a lover who's impossible. But if you're at a sporting event and you just scream out, you're unbelievable, either to an ump that you hate or to a team that you love, it works both ways. So who cares Mm -hmm. about the original context? Get those jocks jamming. Yeah.
0: You're so unbelievable. You're
1: unbelievable. Unbelievable.
0: I just love it. Oh, which is, I mean, I think that's also, that's also dice, right? Yes. I was able at the time to perfectly replicate his, it's unbelievable. So people would ask me to do it. Like it would be playing and they'd be like, go get bunting. And I was like,
1: <laughs> but I'm trying to do, I'm trying to study. No, you're not. Shut up. Yeah.
0: No, you're not. <laughs> you're standing in the corner with a solo cup right where we left. Yeah. It's fine. Um, this video I mean, most of these videos are either demented or look like they were made by a five-year-old. <laughs> they're, so, yep. they're so bad. It was uh it was a different time. But this one is like the way that they're quote playing the instruments is like Emmett Otter's jug band bassist was more convincing <sighs> as an actual source of instrument sound than these dudes and the dude at the keyboard deck is feeling himself he has i think a hyper color shirt on of some sort and is and like two pairs of sunglasses there are 70 people like my graduating class in high school was not as big as the fucking call list for this video and yet it really brings me back to that hilarious hilarable summer of 1991 when I was driving all around the state of New Jersey testing pools' pH level and F. coli counts, and it was a battle for my soul between this and Jesus Jones, and I think this won.
1: Yeah, Um, and you know, those two songs right here, right now by Jesus Jones and Unbelievable by AMF are perpetually twinned because they were peaking at the same time they're both by people with real thick British accents. Like Mm -hmm. they are, they one, one must rise with the other or fall. There's no way to separate them.
0: Yeah, it's true. And I feel like you do hear the Jesus Jones sometimes it at uh, sporting events or at least at baseball games. I have heard it.
1: Yeah. Like like, I, I feel like right here, right now is a great song, but unbelievable is just, it's just simpler. There's less going on. I mean, it's like the the hook of Unbelievable is so blunt that it crashes through everything. Whereas right here, right now, you kind of need to listen a little bit more closely. So Unbelievable is just, it's a utility player in that way. It can fit into any situation.
0: I am looking on the internet right now, and I am told that there were five Jock Jams albums proper, and then Jock Jams colon the all-star Jock Jams Uh, which came out in 2001. I am surprised that there were that few, but uh, I'm just going to check volume five. There's not a link to the all-star one, but I'm just going to check volume five and see where we were in, uh, in history with these compilations. This one came out in August of 1999 and included We Like to Party by the Venga Boys, Madonna's Ray of Light, Miami by Will Smith, uh, I'm Gonna Get You by Bizarre Inc.
1: Oh, God, I love that song. I'm gonna get you, baby. I'm gonna get you, yes, I am. Uh, Nice
0: and Slow by Usher. Mm. Mexican Hat Dance by Ray Custoldi. Deep to Right Field by Van Earl Wright. And You Ugly by the Jock Jam's cheerleaders.
1: <laughs> That's one of the things that made Jock Jam so great, is that they would have shears as interstitials between the songs. <laughs> um I remember on the I only had the first one, but there was one that was well, my back's too heavy, my belt's too tight, my booty sways from left to right said, uh ungawa. Uh uh ungawa like what? Okay, great. I mean and then there's sweet Caroline, which
0: now is a Jock Jam, but <laughs> And the um, Italian, like this is what they play at that pizza joint from Big, where they throw the dough balls at the at the guy thing that they play in, at City Field in seventh inning. I I mean, traditions are strange, and wonderful, what? much like Jock Jams.
1: I have found uh, the track listing for the All Star Jock Jams. Oh, all right, and obviously it starts with Michael Buffer saying, "Let's get ready to rumble." Yes, yes, it does. Then. These are weird. This is basically the now that's what I call music series, but disguised as jock jams. But uh, okay, twisted sister, we're not going to take it.
0: Uh, no. I would go with I want to rock from them, but sure. Okay.
1: Then there is uh, baby one more time, followed by bye bye bye, which.
0: Mm, okay, I know, I, and then seems Baja, a little tortured, but okay.
1: Baja men's Who Let the Dogs Out. Well, yeah, you have to. Who?
0: Who? 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 Exactly. Who? That's
1: more in the Cotton Eye Joe field. <laughs> yeah. uh, then there's Groove Armada's I See You, Baby. I See You, Baby. Shaking that ass. Shaking that Shaking ass. ass.
0: Like ass. I think I associate that with the Sopranos.
1: <laughs> so here's a fun fact. My brother and sister-in-law live down the street from the woman who says that on that track. What? She goes Royalty. She goes professionally <laughs> by the name Grandma Funk.
0: What? Yes. We. I feel like I need to know this person and have contact yeah. with this person. We all do. Grandma Funk. <laughs> um, Shit.
1: Then Song 2 by Blur. Yes. Very uh-huh. solid choice. Yep. 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 Unfo- unfortunately, Gary Glitter is there on song track 8, Rock and Roll Part 2, Enough Said yeah uh then hip-hop hooray by naughty by nature sure mm-hmm. yeah because you can just wave your hands back and forth when they yep. get to the chorus uh cool in the gang's jungle boogie sure why not okay uh right here right now by fat boy slim right here
0: right now, now right, right here. here right now praise you i think should be there instead yeah, but
1: not I my call I do not know what the next song is. It's something called Kerncraft 400 by Zombie Nation. I have no idea what that is. Me neither. There's something called Go by Moby. I don't know what that song is. I don't either. But then the last four are really strong. Uh, Get Ready for This by 2 Unlimited. Yeah. Tag Team's Whoop! There It Is. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. House of Pains, Jump Around. Yeah. And The Great Kiss Off steams na 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 kiss him goodbye
0: hmm so yeah, this yeah. Is really this is really something i'm gonna have a i am going to have I see you baby stuck in my head all day and i'm gonna be <laughs> singing it to the pets <laughs> i see you bearski wagging that shaking tail that, shaking that tail <laughs> exactly. wagging, the tail. wagging remember, that tail just
1: remember grandma funk is with you
0: Oh, my God! Grandma Funk! That is such a wonderful coincidence. The world um sometimes is a is a fascinating and friendly place, and that's uh, right. i I love it and um, it's that way, no small part because of you, dear listeners. if you have uh things that you'd like to tell us about jock jams, jock jams that should be jock jams that shouldn't be, we'd love to hear from you. We are on Patreon at patreon.com slash mastass, as some of you know. And you can reach us on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash mastass.podcast. And on Instagram, mastass everywhere.
1: Y'all ready for this? This is Mark and Sarah. Talk about...